0: Iowa Everywhere.
1: Um, we'd love to tell you what this podcast is about. But the truth is, we don't know. The CW Pod, at home on Iowa Everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed, seedsmanship at work.
0: All right, guys, special live edition here on Friday, the 5th of May of the Chris Williams podcast. Of course, I'm Chris Williams. We're presented as always by our friends at Circa Resort and Casino, and it is a big derby day, the Kentucky Oaks today, and you guys know me, I love my sports betting and I know a lot of you are probably wanting to bet on the Kentucky Derby. Don't know how to do it. We're trying to educate you today. So I brought in a good buddy of mine who's nuts about this stuff. He's insane about this stuff. His name is Josh Fisher. You knew him from the the radio show back in the day. He was on with me all the time talking hockey and horse racing. And we want to do a little bit of like some picks and stuff because I've actually, Josh, I've I've gotten more into this race with the three Abba horses than I ever have a horse race than any other horse race combined. Like my entire life, I'm more into this one. And it's also, I think, some really interesting stuff going on down there in your home state of Kentucky. And I also want to do a kind of overview on how to bet
1: horse racing.
0: So how are you, my friend, NHL
1: playoffs? Really excited. You know what? I, I think you and I have had this conversation a bazillion times. It's to me, this is the best time of the year, uh, as all my sports that I am a huge fan of with the exception of football are kind of like coming to the forefront. I get, you know, March, I get March madness. I love it. I love that. I know you do too. You get towards late March and then you're starting like, you know, you got the Derby prep races taking place. Everybody's trying to get into the playoffs and hockey and you know, you're down to the wire and then all of a sudden you get NHL playoff hockey, which has been fantastic. And here we are. It's Derby week. First Saturday in May. Happy Cinco de Mayo as well. I know it's early. Maybe we should have had a margarita ready. I'm
0: heading to Senior Tequila's at 1130 to start drinking. Just being honest. And then I'm going to go out to Prairie Meadows
1: for the Oaks. That's my day. I think that's a good idea. That's my day. (laughs) um so I'm really excited excited for this race i mean I, I just feel like i can go a lot of different directions i mean there's well, it, it, the the mind game is what i call it has already been you know it's been going on for like a week you know once you get to the week of folks like myself really start to get excited because you know ponies are in the stables there's buzz on the backside of the track you're hearing you know little things and i have heard a few things as of this morning i know you and i were already talking skinner is the most recent scratch there's just horses. Mm-hmm. Left Which right. he
0: was one of my long
1: shots. That was one of my long and, and shots. Not a bad I one. I mean, closer had a great race at the Santa Anita um, and was charging up on the backside on practical move and Mandarin hero in that race in Santa Anita. And I thought it looked pretty impressive, but uh, and I had a good friend of mine that was a, was a big fan of that uh, horse and said, he's going to hit the board. He's not hitting the board now. He's hitting showers. Let's start there. All these scratches.
0: And it's, it's actually been a really tragic week at, Churchill. I mean, four deaths. Yeah, I've uh, been reading a lot of stuff about this, and it's just unheard of. Like the uh, just the, the tragedy. I don't. I don't know another word to put it for these for these horses. What the hell is going on?
1: I honestly we, have. No we've never idea. seen
0: anything like this in the history of the sport.
1: Well, I mean, not until recently, right? We had that run at Santa Anita where horses were going left and right. Remember, and there was questions about the turf and stuff like this it's my understanding that some of these horses it hasn't been like a turf issue there it's been other medical stuff but i'm wondering so how much fluky of that is huh is it fluky i think a little bit but i mean you got to remember i mean they race all week there's hundreds of horses there right it's just like having a hundred people in the room somebody's gonna be sick the chances of somebody not being a hundred percent in a room of a hundred is pretty likely right
0: that's what So, my wife's a veterinarian, and we've been very much keeping track on the status because we wanted Cyclone to get into the race, Cyclone Mischief. Oh, you got it. The third Abba horse, but you don't want horses to like die, right? Like, I mean, so when I I explained to her yesterday, I was like, I think Cyclone's getting in the field. And she goes, Why? I go, He has a fever, or this other. She goes, Well, that's not good.
1: Practical move had a fever, so he was out.
0: Um, Cause point being exactly what you're saying, like you're, you're right. It's like people, if you put them all in barracks, which is kind of like what these stables are, you know, like germ spread and stuff like
1: that. So I, I don't know. From different places too. Right. You got yeah. horses from overseas. You got the East coast horses from like New York and all the Kentucky breads. And then you got the California crew coming from the West coast, the Florida groups. Uh, you know, you got a lot of uh, horses coming from a lot of different areas. So it's a situation like you know I've got like my Veasan
0: betting guide that I printed off last night and it's it's kind of junk now.
1: Yeah, I I was half the fields. Research last night and um, you know it's funny like give you a little hindsight and and back into my strategy and you know talking to my uncle who has been to over 50 derbies. He lives in Louisville. Yeah, you know, give us
0: your background because this isn't like a hobby for you. You you're this is in your blood. Well,
1: I mean, I went to school at the University of Kentucky. So like, you know, my, you know, while I'm at school, you know, Keeneland's open in the fall, it's open in spring and it's really tempting to not go to class afternoon when <laughs> you could go to the track and it's beautiful. And it, it kind of started that way. I mean, you live in Kentucky, it's, it's hard not to be a part of it. It's like the, you know, Kentucky basketball, it's just like, it's, it's ingrained in your blood. It's what Kentucky does. It's part of being in Kentucky. It's, mm-hmm. it's when the, the state gets to take center stage. Um, but being in the Commonwealth and being around it all the time, you know, by like, you know, it's hard when you're a student at UK not to drive 70 miles West for a huge party in the infield at the Derby. So obviously, You know, I've been to the infield when I was a student there, and then I've also been uh, on the track, on the rail, on the first turn. My uncle has a box, fortunate enough for that. Uh, He's been to over 50 derbies, which is crazy. He's lived in Louisville pretty much his entire adult life. And, um, you know, he's owned horses. He goes – he's got an owner's pass, so he goes on the backside of the track. He's been there all week. Um, And so, you know, that's kind of where it started. It's my family growing up in Cincinnati, like – every time we got around to derby i mean this was back you know back of the day when you'd call people on the a regular house telephone you know back in the early 80s we i remember we'd be calling my uncle early in the morning trying to catch him before you go to the track to tell him who you wanted him to place your bet for right you'd always be like all right you pick a horse i'll throw two bucks down on that horse for you to win or whatever you want so that's kind of where it started. You know, so it's always been around my family in a sense that we've always watched it. It's always been kind of a tradition. It's a tradition I want my sons to learn and be a part of. I would love to take them one day and share that with them. But um, it's hard not to get around it. My senior year, I got elected to go to this national media thing that was actually at Churchill Downs and sat and talked to Kenny Main about horse racing, you know, the day before the Oaks and was there for Oaks days. Um, It's just an amazing experience but um it never gets old the art of looking at the racing form figuring out who's who trying to see like okay this trying is to find the horse. this is going to be your stalker horse this is going to be your late closer and you're looking at the form to see who does what but the other thing with that form that you always want to look at is what type of race was it was it you know Josh Fisher and Chris Williams against Cyclone Mischief well Glad cyclone mischief won, but what was this competition? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you're you're at such a high stakes right now that these are all grade one horses. They've all this is a, a one of the best grade one stakes period every year. Uh, so this is the best of the best of the best. Um, the 20 horse, I believe was one of the continua. Uh, that horse has been scratched. We all talked about Practical Move earlier, which is a bummer because I really like that horse. If you watch the saying, I need a Derby. Yeah, it was a uh, real threat. Really to good thing. horse. Uh, you know, Continuar. That was a trainer that said he didn't feel that his horse was conditioned well enough. Also, you're talking about a horse that comes from overseas. You always wonder about jet lag and adjusting to, you know, how much time you need to bring a, a pony over to let it adjust from time frame and different atmosphere. Obviously, you're going from a smaller stable to one that stretches for miles that has hundreds of horses in it. You know what I mean? It's just, and you go out on the track and you've got that grandstand 150,000 people. I mean, that's gotta be crazy stimulation for a horse, you know, especially all amped up. So, um, you know, you never know how a horse is going to react, which, you know, one of the things I got this week from my uncle and I can jump into some of this was, yeah, I kind of was talking to him about verifying the two horse <laughs> Baffert horse. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Used to be, but uh, you know, sired by justify everybody knows justify had a great run. Um, you know, so the bloodlines are there, but you know, when we talk about these grade one, grade two races, like how did he mm-hmm. do against the competition? Well, he lost a tap at Trice uh, in the bluegrass didn't win the rebel, which is a grade two. So speed ratings are kind of there and it's tempting The big story I heard is that he's bucked off his uh, training jockey this week a few times, and he's just a little unpredictable. And if you look at his finishes, it's like second, one race, fourth, one race, first, sixth. You know, he's kind of like all over the map. You're trying to look for some consistency. And so my uncle and I always try to find a top seven, right? You, You gotta narrow the field. And sometimes the easiest way to do that is start with horses that you're like, okay, I'm not going to play this horse. And and that's just a decision that you're going to make, just like the decision you're going to make to play a horse. um, Yeah. You know, all that goes into it. So I've kind of got like what I feel is my top seven. Um, And, you know, it's, it's rotated around this week and, and actually in the last few days with all the changes, because I really liked practical move, really liked that horse Um, getting scratched for a fever, threw me off on, you know, what I was going to do for a super trifecta. He obviously would have been a, a player in that when i say super trifecta for those that are so that
0: let's let's stop real real quick here fish because i
1: i want to get into your
0: picks i want to do that and i want to give you some of the horses Mm -hmm. i like too yeah part of the reason i wanted i want to explain to people how to bet on horse racing because it's very intimidating even for a guy like me who has been around it the last 10 years i've been around it a lot frankly but i haven't Bet it a ton. It's very intimidating. And I'm a sports better. I bet on hundreds of games a year. Okay. But when I go to a horse race, I see a win, I see place, I see show, I see exacta, trifecta, superfecta, box, key. There's a lot to take in here. So let's say you're going out to Prairie Meadows uh, and you're going to take in the races tomorrow. Okay. Casual sports better here who wants to learn more about horse racing, because I think part of the problem of your sport, my friend, and I had this talk with Jason Luch on a podcast earlier this week. So, like, the gambling thing, I think, could take horse racing to a level that this country has never seen. I truly mm. believe that. But I think it's too complicated. I don't think people understand it. In a in a football game, oh, I'm betting seven and a half. I I'm getting seven and a half, or I'm giving it. I'm betting the over under. This is very complicated. I think we need to find a way to simplify it for people who want to get into horse racing, but they, they go there and they're just like, you know what? I'll just go play blackjack instead, right? Like that's never a bad idea. I do that too. I'll dump <laughs> it
1: on both hands. So um, so it, what would it, you let's, for let's fun? Simple let's stuff. Exp-
0: right? Yeah, let's explain these things to people.
1: Okay, when. So- Let's it's just super get easy. Let's just get rid of the myth that you have to play big money. Like everybody's like, oh, I got to bet. The fun thing that I like about, unfortunately, the Derby doesn't allow you to do it. But when you get into these exotics, and when I say exotics, I'm talking exactas, tries, and supers. We'll get into those. I'll explain those. But you know, you can play those at a quarter a bet or a ten center. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's just start simple. win, place show you can bet a horse for any of those okay so that's three Siri's listening in on our conversation by the way It's alright. hey siri nobody what's ever up bet. girl what up girl one place or show so let's just start with one horse let's just let's just talk um angel of empire because I, I i think we both like that horse that's my favorite horse yeah i like the closer aspect of it won uh, the arkansas
0: I, derby won its last time out feels like it's peaking at the right time yeah, Elite it's got trainer. Some
1: good ratings. I mean, there's a lot of good Cox right there. Um, so let's just use that source as an example. Okay. Someone could say and and keep it simple. You don't have to be like, oh, you know, a hundred dollars on Angel of Empire to win. That's to me, a waste of $100. You're just doing one bet there. You're going to have a lot more fun if you play with it. So you could be like, I'll bet $2 for Angel Empire to win. Now, that's not like an awesome bet. Let's say it's 10 to 1 or whatever, right? You'll win a little bit of money. It, I think part of the aspect of going to the track is is hanging around and just having a little bit of skin in every every race. And you could just go to the paddock, watch the ponies, pick two or three out that you like. Um, I'm of the variety of... I. I mean, I've got a top seven right now, but I like to have a top five and try to narrow it down. I, it's just it gets tough because you start talking to other people. And, you know, I talked to Chris Williams. He's like, gosh, I love Angel of Empire. And I talked to my buddy Larry and he's like, mage, I love mage. And it's just you start hearing all these different. Opinions. Everybody's got an opinion. Yeah. So just- two fills
0: is the one that is kind of the trendy pick right now that all the all the sharps are kind of leaning on two fills.
1: Yeah. And again, uh, two fills is, uh, had one grade one race. He won the Jeff Ruby stakes, had a great speed rating in that one, but it was a grade three race. And I don't think any other Derby contenders were in that he did have the, he was in the rise and risen star, which angel of empire was. And so was stun thunder, which are both closers. So that tells me that two fills who finished third and I watched the race. He stayed up towards the front, uh, on the back half, I think he started fifth on the first turn, but it looks like third and second, and he finished third. So he couldn't hold that speed down the line. So I literally have concerns about his distance, regardless mm-hmm. if it's of his speed. And I don't think he's played or raced a lot of good horses. And when he has, he hasn't shown the capability to beat them. Okay. Uh, let's let's identify these bets and then
0: we'll get into because you and i could talk about these horses for two hours i know it's it's crazy
1: when uh, so when place simply or show two yes. bucks you could, you could say i want this easy. is an easy bet this,
0: this is, is what six everybody $6 understands
1: bet. right six dollar bet you could say i want to play i want to play angel of empire to win place or show w p or s okay is what those are are on the ticket, right? Yep. So what that means is that is actually three bets. You're betting two dollars that Angel of Empire would win. You're betting two dollars that Angel of Empire would finish in second, and you're betting two dollars that Angel of Empire could finish in third. Now, if Angel of Empire finishes first, second, or third, that that's going to win regardless. Now, if he you know goes to second, the the odds don't pay out as much, but that's why I like to play trifectas and supers. We'll get into that. So. Yes. Now that you you get the win place or show, that's first, second, or third. Okay. And now that you know that you could play one horse for all three, now we can start getting into what would be an exacta. So let's say we want two horses, and we think that Angel of Empire and Cyclone Mischief are gonna finish one, two. Those are you you're just picking the two horses that you think are gonna finish one-two. Now, when they say box. This is a mistake that cost me like $1,700 10 years ago, and I've still ticked it myself for it. Uh, God, I want to say it was like the 2014 Derby when I was, it was, it was my first Derby when I was living in Iowa. And I had it, I had the super, which is all four horses, one, two, three, four, and I didn't box them. Now so Boxing box them, means
0: they can finish in any order, right? It doesn't
1: matter the order. You're going to pay more for that bet because, again, you're paying for that horse to finish first, second, third, or fourth.
0: So, that's so you're four paying bets. for each of the bets. Correct. But it doesn't matter what position they finish in. Correct. Got
1: it. So we that's would like recommend boxing. boxing. But if you don't box them like I Then do, it has to be exact. It has to be exact order. Now, it pays a little bit more. But like I missed out on seventeen hundred dollars on like a two dollar super because I didn't box them, and I wanted to pay twenty four dollars instead of forty eight. I was trying to stretch. I try to do my bets within fifty to sixty bucks, and I yeah. try to stretch that as much as I can. So I like to dabble and, and do a bunch of different plays to to kind of and get. Hopefully in you hit one. everything. Okay, so th- that's good. So
0: when when we're when we're recommending you go up and you want to play a trifecta we think you're better off boxing than you are not. It costs you a little more, but it's going to give you a lot more options to win. Absolutely. Because that's the difference. The the actual lingo is box and key. Am I correct? Uh, I don't use key. I just say box. Okay, but key is when you're you're saying like, no, I've got Cyclone Mischief winning, Angel of Empire second, and Jace's Road third.
1: Oh, yeah, you're on point on that one. That's not Correct. a box. That Correct. is straight. I think yes. Key is like right key on is, the
0: marble. Key is like um, basically like a perfecter, right?
1: Yeah. You got to okay. be, you got to be, you pick one, two, and three. And if they don't finish one, two, and three, Correct. you lose. So we're saying for our beginners, lot, the majority
0: of our listeners who are trying to help you understand this, we think it's better off for you to box it
1: Absolutely. every time. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Matt, um, Matt's a regular watcher of our shows on YouTube. He's watching right now. And he, he asked Josh, is boxing similar to round Robins and sports betting?
1: I don't, I don't believe so. I think, you know, boxing again. So if it's a trifecta, again, you're placing three bets on one horse and you're doing three horses. So it's nine bets.
0: So if you do $2 a piece, it's nine times two. Yes. So it's an $18 bet. It's not just one $2 bet. Correct. Yeah.
1: Now, if you want to say, I'll pay $2 for those horses to go one, two, three, then that's a $2 bet, but they got to be one, two, three. Got it. So
0: um, anything else we need to know about actually make, because there's other stuff. I mean, you can do like the multi-race wagers and stuff like that. We're not going to get into all that. Yeah, those are like
1: pick fours, pick threes, pick sixes. I mean, those have huge payouts. I don't know who's got time to read through that many races and get that lucky because, I mean, let's face it, there is a little bit of luck to all this. Uh, It's like anything when it comes to winning a a championship, right? You need breaks. Yeah. Like you see Rich Strike take off last year at 80 to one shot. But when you watch the overhead of that race, the horse that wins the derby usually has a perfect journey for that specific horse. Things open at the right time, the holes, the breaks. You know, uh, there's a Forte and Mandarin Hero, I believe, are really good stalkers, okay? They're not going to bust out to the lead, and those are the horses that I think you need to look out for is the ones that bust out to lead the speed horses. They usually die out on the back half of that race and can't sustain it, something like a two fills, I think, in a verifying. You'll see those guys get to the front early and probably not be able to sustain it if they do. Good for them. Um, Their stats indicate that they can't, but like Forte Mandarin hero, they will sit between fifth and eight and just kind of coast with the pack. And they'll wait until they get to about that far turn. And that's when you watch them start to kind of creep to the outside, look for their little breaks of where they can go. And at the same time, angel of empire probably sitting a couple horses back waiting on that kick to come up later. So, those are where you're looking out for. I think in order to hit what I call a super, which I always like to try to pick. Yeah, the explain top. the super to me. A, a super is just it's four horses instead of three. So you're trying to you're trying to get the top four. One, two, three. So we four. want to box the super. Absolutely, a two dollar super would be forty eight dollars.
0: So, but again, you have to have all four horses in the. That seems
1: really difficult. Um, that's the one I like to play, but the payout is usually like sometimes those payouts are like $600 on a dollar and you made a $2 bet. That's where you get these big payouts and 1200 bucks. That's where you you get like the life changing money. If you're betting, that's where you get the one where, um, you get taxed. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what you're going for here. Uh, yeah, Yeah. I, well, I remember, um, a couple years ago, um, it was when my wife and I had just started dating. We went out to Prairie Meadows to watch the Derby. And it was when I hit that super out there. And it was like $634 is what I ended up winning. And it was a $48 bet. And I was like, well, this stinks. Because if you take off the 48 bucks from that, I'm under 600. But since I was over 600, I had to go. It, it's nice when you go to cash your ticket and they, oh, sorry, sir. You have to go to a different window. And you're like, why? You want some money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Okay. But I remember watching that race, and this is where I go into closers, like the 14-horse Angel of Empire or the 15-horse Forte, who I think is a little bit more of a stalker, kicks a little bit earlier. But, like, you're always looking for that late kicker. Angel of Empire is a great late kicker. Is he going to win? I don't know. But he's very likely, in my opinion, to make that top four. So will I play him in a super box? Damn right I will. I don't, I think he's going to finish in the top four. I think Forte is going to finish in the top four. That's the 15 horse. Um, I like Mandarin hero that came in. I don't like the post. So would I be like, do I like that horse to win in the 22 slot? No, but he's a heck of a stalker. And he showed that in a race against, um, practical move, the 10 horse at the Santa Anita. So I like him to hit the board. So what is that? 14, 15, 22. And for a super, I probably need one more. I'm leaning towards the five horse. Tappet trice. I, I like that race. horse a lot. I like him a lot too. I loved his race, at Bluegrass. And then... He so- would be that horse, and I'm very biased with this.
0: I, I want to be you know, to our listeners like I'm angels, my horse. I get it. But after that, I think Tappet trice would be Mylene. I don't ever like going with the like pure favorite, like Forte. It just feels like value wise, it just, it's not. Um, as... But it, I, yeah, I would put I mean... that definite, I would put Forte definitely in like a, in a trifecta or something like that. But um, I, I love this, this Tapit trice horse. I mean, you talked about what it did against verifying. I just, I think that I like the, my, my thing, and I don't know enough about this compared to you. I like the horses that are, that are peaking at the right time.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you—that's you, you, a great point because you talk about the horses that you know. It's kind of like when you're talking about teams that go and win championships. Yes, you're liking the basketball team that's playing really good going into their conference tournaments, and they've—that's that's, they that's Angel. February, Angel's last time been- out
0: won a Grade One race. Like I, you know, I I love Angel right now. I feel like Tapit Trice is in the in the same deal. I also like, and, and you and I, have, I think, have differing opinions on this pony. Is um, Disarm? Yeah, I, it is a long shot. I think that only in the sense that if you're doing like a super every race, this horse has ever been in in its entire career, it's finished on the board. Now, you would say, <laughs> well, who's it been racing against? Well, it got enough points to get mm-hmm. into the derby. So and it's got an elite jockey. Like, there's a lot, in my opinion, to like about this arm. I really like Skinner. And then he I Skinner, know scrap. I like Skinner that was screen. my long shot. That was my long shot play.
1: Yeah, no, I was uh, I was a fan of Skinner as well, and I, I think I was telling you, I had a buddy of mine that was just hell-bent on Skinner being on the board, and I have another buddy. You know, I used to talk about the Wood Memorial a lot, and now I feel like I'm, you know, you haven't seen a, a winner from the Wood Memorial in probably over 20 years, I think, but you, you've seen a lot of winners coming from the Florida Derby lately, in my mind. And so I've kind of looked at that one a little bit more carefully. Um, You know, you had a horse like Mage in that one that my buddy said had a great closing speed on that one and basically claimed that if that race had gone, you know, a little bit longer and let's look, the Florida Derby is a mile and a 16th. The Derby Kentucky Derby is a mile and a quarter. So just a little bit longer that Mage was tracking down, uh, but then I went back and watched it and honestly, Forte made a really good push to hold him off at the end, and when I went, you go look at Forte's races. Four of his last five, his buyer ratings have been over a hundred. Okay, like there's no what other. What does that mean to that an doctor. idiot? So they have like what these buyer rating? ratings that they do for horses based on how they're you know based on running and time, and they can do they can do buyer ratings based on like what part of the race. So maybe like in the first part, the horse was rated at a ninety. Maybe on the backstretch, if it's a, you know, a late kicker or whatever, it goes up to like a one Oh three, but it's like kind of like what that sustained rating is. And Florida Derby was a hundred fountain of youth, 103, you know, the B C E juvenile, another grade one. And I mean, these, he's the breeders cup champion. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not, I mean, he is a decorated horse. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that he's a stud I, I would play him in an exacta because I don't think he's going to finish any less than second. And I really think he's going to win. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's something like Forte, Mandarin Hero, and Angel of Empire with a fourth horse. And I mean, when you're looking at those current odds and you've got, OK, you got a two to one favorite big deal. But then you've got a 10 to one. You've got a 37 right. to one. Uh, well, insight.
0: I think that Cyclone Mischief has something to get on the board. I don't actually. Think you know right. what? I, I, you I can't like see my notes. Mischief. I
1: don't have a lot of notes here, but it says twenty-one could hit the board. Yeah, um, and watching so, some of those races, he, he that horse has had some good races where it's been right in there with he's a been, bunch of horses that are in this Derby and he's been neck and neck with them.
0: Yeah, he's thought of. I think nationally, from what I've read. Is kind of an underachiever, based off of his sire and whatnot, Iron Mischief, I think was its name. Um, yeah, but that's bloodlines to Harlan's Holiday. That's a pretty yeah, well, good horse. My point uh, being, he's been so close in these near losses. I mean, you're talking split seconds could make a difference between Cyclone Mischief. What is he like? Thirty to one right now, twenty five to one to being a ten to one type horse.
1: Well, remember I was talking about. Ratings, yeah. And the, he ran of the Florida Derby and the Fountain of Youth against Forte, against Mage, and finished third in the Florida Derby. I said Forte was like a one hundred and two rating. Cyclomagic was, or Cyclomistif, excuse me, was ninety seven. He's right behind him. Yeah, he's right. And a ninety seven in the Fountain of Youth. So what? What that source has shown me is it is racing against good, really good Derby quality horses. And he's hanging with them, so that tells me again, you you can play him in any combination you want to. You want to hear some crazy bets that you could do? Uh yeah, I do. I just know that the, the Jason and the Abba group fe-
0: felt like if they could sneak Cyclone in, he had as good of a chance to win, or probably a better than Jason's Road, who was already locked into the Derby, who didn't seem to have that speed. Jason told Ken Miller earlier this week. That wasn't crazy about his workouts thus far at Churchill Downs.
1: Yeah, um, I think I think Jason's Road is one of those horses that you'll see probably try to get out to the front and then fade a little bit. It yeah. just seems to be the M.O. But that, and, I just
0: know last week hanging out there, they seemed really confident in cycle mischief if he could get into the race. So he's here. So what do you want to what?
1: Well, I do. My last tip that I got from Churchill is uh, my uncle said there is a ton of buzz on the backside of the track, and this is where I'm going to throw everybody off, on the seven horse reincarnate, reincarnate. Really? So here's the way I look at that when we talk about betting. He's 50 to one right now. What does it hurt to play that horse? A $2 bet to win, place, or show. $6 for that horse to finish in the top three at 50 to one. That's where you kind of like can start having fun. Um, you know, I know we talked about tapetries. I don't think we can discredit the six horse Kings Barnes. It, it's a 12 to one. The horse has never lost, but again, we talk about the quality of competition. You know, when we were talking about this arm and who it's raced reincarnate, I don't believe, or excuse me, Kings barn has not lost a race. Um, but it's been like three or four races only. So I think the quality of races that it has had, um, a six horse would be a little bit yeah, let's see what they do. Well, Louisiana Derby, um, Kings Barn won that one over Disarm and Jace's Road. The
0: the last point, and then and then we got to go. Uh, I have I have a meeting I've got to get to, but I, I I think one of the really interesting parts of this one is is all the scratches which we've kind of covered. It's kind of just thrown off all the early week analysis but two is this point system to get into the Derby. I just think it's really interesting now, Josh, compared to – like when did they start this current system to get into the Derby? It was – Oh, man.
1: I got to say over 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, I, but it, it wasn't much more than a decade ago, and I've been reading it, and it just feels like – I don't know. Like if it's not Forte, Tappet, or Angel, like it really could be anybody. Like, I just – like twelve is what it looks like feels like it just is like ripe for long shots right now if you're not oh. one of those like great elite horses we saw this last year you know the winner gets in the day before um my big my big horse racing win which it's so this is like the i, I bet on country house to win that was the only ticket well, that's I great had. <laughs> it's the only ticket i had that year i had like a Seventy to one, ten dollar bet on Country House when when he won the Derby. He actually I got second. Buying
1: a nice dinner.
0: <laughs> so lucky, like it was. All, I had, but I I had talked to you. Remember we had gone over mm-hmm. this, and we you you gave me great advice. Luch was giving me great advice. He's like, I think it's a long shot year. So I was like, all right, I'll take the longest odds. I'll put ten dollars on it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I worry always about it I always year.
1: will take like two to five bucks. And throw it on the longest horse just to win. Because you never know when that's going to happen. And you're like, eh, it's a couple bucks. But um, again, to your point, the point system started in 2012. And since then, y- you've seen the favorite be right in the mix. I mean, last year it was Epicenter. It Epicenter didn't win, yeah. but Epicenter was on the board. That is was an ABBA. Um, that was an ABBA. What do you call it
0: when it's the, the sire is an ABBA? Uh, it's a... Offspring? Yes. I like it. Happy um, Center's dad is the Abba is an Abba stud. I don't know, uh, stallion, whatever. I get all your horse terms mixed up. I like it. You want to talk about? I can talk about like chassis and dirt car racing. Like, oh yeah, he's running a Longhorn.
1: Oh, this that's guy's like me a- saying like, hey Chris, you want to talk hockey pucks? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I want what? to talk NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? Um, I know we got to go, but I'll, I I will tell you, you can. Who's always... your seven? Give us your seven. Okay, here's my top seven. You ready? I've got the five horse tap it Trice. Yep, me too. Uh, I, I'm I'm literally five, six, seven, eight. So Tapatrice, Kings Barnes, Reincarnate, uh, the Eight Horse Mage. I like fourteen, obviously. I like fifteen, and I like twenty-two. Those are my top seven. I do have an additional note for twenty-one to potentially hit the board. That, that's the only other one, so I might you know play with that a little bit. But you know what's crazy is that you could actually. I don't think people realize how exotic you can get with your bet so you could be like all right i'm gonna place a bet that literally is gonna be like i'm gonna place a bet that angel of empire or forte 14 or 15 are gonna finish first then i'm gonna as part of that bet i'm gonna say maybe five six seven eight could finish second and then i'm gonna say 22 7 8 14 could finish third you can literally pick and make it all of that not bot, it wouldn't be a box but you can pick races like that yeah, there's like a, a term called a wheel. Um, you can look it up on Google. You can, okay. you can Google it, and then also if people are concerned, like do a bet calculator. There's, there, they're online. You can Google them, get them, and, and you can just type in your numbers and be like, all right, well, if I paid, you know, two dollars for a, a trifecta, you know, eighteen dollars or whatever, right? My,
0: my top. I'm I'm down to Forte, tapatrice, Angel of Empire. I'm, I mean, I wasn't really on King's Barns, but you, you've you kind of convinced me to to give another look there. I have Mage and Disarm, both on my list. Uh, the Reincarnate, just based off of your tip. And then Cyclone Mischief. I will probably do a win-play show on Jace's Road just because it's a local ownership
1: group.
0: Yeah, might as so well. So why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know who the horse was named after, like I, all this stuff, so it's like, I want the ticket more than anything if it can to put in the frame at the office, that type of a deal. Oh, yeah. um, but that that's kind of where I'm at right now. I am going to do more on this because it, it threw me for a curve when more horses scratched in yeah, the last 12 yeah, hours or scratches right now. And it's just like, come on. And are you, know you going to wait they- to put your bets in till until we know more?
1: Yeah, I'll probably are, go about three o'clock. Okay. I'll probably bet about three o'clock. You're a couple hours to post time. Usually, if something's shaken, it's done by then. Unless you have an incident where, gosh, what was it last year or the year before? We had that horse buck off in the paddock, and it that got was, like that was a luch horse. Yeah, It got disqualified. That well, was a yeah, thousand got words out in the paddock because I think it got
0: hurt. Or was that was bumped? a thousand words. It got disqualified. Yeah, and so if like, it turns over
1: in the paddock, it's disqualified. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden, because of risk of injury, now all of a sudden anybody that had played that horse you're 40 minutes from post time and any bet with that horse is now done. Yeah. So it's just wait. Cause you know what? Like God forbid you could get, you know, to three o'clock and angel of empire gets scratched and all of a sudden your whole game plan is ruined. Sorry. Yeah. My luck. It'll be the six horse. (laughs) Well, you and me are going to stay in touch.
0: Yeah. And maybe I will uh, tweet out our final plays tomorrow. Giddy up! Text me in the morning. It. We'll see when how we're we feel feeling about life. This. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be rocking and rolling. Tomorrow's gonna be fun. I've I've got little league softball in the morning. I've got a. I got um. You know I'm a coach. All right? Gotta, you could be me. I'm sour. My...
1: Yeah. Family wedding. Who gets oh, married on brutal. Derby Saturday?
0: Are you kidding me? This has to be on the wife's side. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody on your side would get married on Derby Saturday.
1: No. And when we got the invite in September, my wife goes, "Oh, 3-6, And I go. That's Derby Saturday. She goes, who would know that? I go, who do you think would know? And who gets married on Derby Saturday? You can't do that. That's like in my world, when you get married on the Seahawks
0: football game, I'm not going, I'm sorry. Exactly. Well, sorry. I'll be the guy that's apparently got to go to the restroom at five fifty. Although I did last year, I, it wasn't that <laughs> it was a Friday wedding. It was the Friday before the Seahawks game. And it was in North Carolina. It was my niece, not my niece, Ooh. my cousin. And she asked me to officiate it. So, we actually did and then we had a big um pool party watching the game. So that's great. That's Honestly I'm soured it. on the Psyhawk game. It's just not that fun anymore. It's just too toxic for me. I just I'm not I'm not that into it. It's well, not I fun. I went like to this.
1: Uh, University of Kentucky, so to me I'm I'm impartial.
0: Yeah, but I would guess like a Louisville Kentucky basketball game would be pretty toxic. mm you, they're just so little brother to you that you don't even worry about it. Good Boy, cares. Patino, though, Gym, that, had to, right? that had to be right up here. Kentucky's the
1: globo gem, right? We just look at Louisville and say we're better than you and we know it.
0: You're just an elitist Kentucky fan. Is Calipari there for a long
1: term? I thought he was for sure going to go to Texas. Uh, you know what? I was <clears throat> really hoping that wouldn't happen, and I'm happy it hasn't. Uh, He's just rattling cages there. I mean, remember he had the stuff with Mark Stoops before the season started where he was like, hey, we need a world-class basketball facility, which I believe they do. They should have one of the top ones. They don't yet, but I think they'll get it. He's going to get everything he wants, There, he practically does anyway. But he's got to produce. I mean, it's been 12 years since he won a title, which is crazy to say it that way.
0: All right, brother. We got to do this more often. Love you, man. Thanks for having me. He's Josh Fisher. Great to see Uh, you. Great to see you, brother, and uh, enjoy the derby. I hope this taught a little bit, or taught you guys a little bit about. Hey, look at this guy in the background! <laughs> Holy crap! It's like a ghost appeared. It's Ross Hey, say hi to everybody on Iowa Everywhere, Ross. Hey, Iowa Everywhere, I love you guys. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Chris. When are we going to do our thing, our reunion show? Uh, p- pretty soon, okay, buddy. I can, I can. All right. Yeah, I can cut loose here in maybe a couple weeks, okay. You stay still there. I'm going to end this broadcast, and then we'll talk. All right. Thanks to Josh Fisher. Get your Derby bets in. Have a little fun. Best of luck tomorrow, everybody. Iowa Everywhere.